Welcome to Nuanced Beauty. This podcast is intended to be a spot where my husband Bill and I will capture some complex thoughts and challenge us to hold to our opinions loosely so that we can see the beauty in others and the beauty in ourselves. I want to challenge us to dive deeper into those everyday topics and those sticky topics that we might shy away from or we might bulldoze over others with our opinions. Because I think there's wisdom in this idea that if we all thought exactly the same, there would be no need for anyone else. So let's have a conversation and let's get nuanced. Hi guys, welcome back to Nuance Beauty. Um, this week I have another interview for you guys. Um, I've brought on Jennifer with Grassfed Skin um, to talk about traditional or Eastern medicine and Western medicine, and particularly um, she runs the company, My Grassfed Skin. And I just thought we could have an interesting conversation about a topic that is near and dear to me because I have shared in some of the other episodes how my views about um, healthcare have changed over time. And um, I thought Jennifer would be a great guest to carry on this conversation. So welcome, Jennifer. Hi, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining me today. Uh, Have you always been interested in natural or alternative medicine options? Or what got you interested? And if you wouldn't mind sharing kind of uh, why you explored natural medicine. Yeah, so um, it's really hard for me to pinpoint like an aha moment that really changed things for me. I have been interested in this way of living and this kind of mindset towards medicine as long as I can remember, but I do have a background in the medical field and occupational therapy. And so I've spent over a decade in um, the acute care system and I see definitely where Western medicine has its place. I mean, I've seen, I've spent um, a lot of time on a traumatic brain injury unit, spinal cord unit. And so um, I have a lot of respect for that and the doctors Mm -hmm. and, and, and those life-saving roles that they play. Um, But on my wellness journey, um, I would definitely say with each one of my children that kind of sparked more interest and more motivation to do things um, more traditionally, more holistically. And um, I've just been learning as I've gone, just like all of us, we try to do the best we can with the knowledge we have. Right. And yeah, it's it's been a journey, but, um, now did your parents, like, do you feel like they instilled some of that, um, curiosity or that like more traditional approach in you? Or do you think this kind of came on with, um, as an adult? And as you mentioned with, uh, starting a family and kids, my parents, um, definitely growing up. I mean, we didn't realize, you know, all of the things that were in the foods that we were eating and, and, it just wasn't, um, the awareness wasn't there back then. Um, but they have sparked that in me. I grew up on raw milk. So oh, I definitely, nice. yeah, I mean, I definitely saw like getting the benefit of getting our food directly from, you know, the farm via farm shares and stuff like that. My older sister definitely, um, sparked that whole like crunchy, 
um, way of living with me. She's, she's older than me and she kind of fell down that rabbit hole before me. And so, um, I was just inspired by how she was doing her laundry with soap nuts and what, you know, <laughs> yes, what is this? and so she definitely, um, helped spark that with me for sure. Did you notice, um, specifically, like, were there any, um, medical things like, uh, chronic headaches or like any particular ailments that you're like, uh, this is like really bogging me down and I don't feel like acute care is going to resolve this for me. Yes, actually. So I, um, have had urticaria, which is just kind of a blanket term for you have hives, um, no oh, reason like for condition. Yeah. So they don't, okay. um, they don't tell you, you know, they try to find the cause, but what they do is just give you a medication to take every day. The medication was making me fall asleep. I was in college and I was, my head was on the desk because I was so overly medicated with this medication and it, it wasn't fixing the problem. So, um, yeah. what quality of life is that to walk around? So tired. I mean, great that it's not causing me to have hives, but um, mm -hmm. it's a spiral, right? You take something, um, to fix a problem and then it creates another problem that you need to take something else for. And so, mm -hmm. um, what is causing these hives? No one seemed to really care about that. Well, we are introduced to so many different environmental toxins just in our day to day. They say over 85,000 different toxins that we're exposed to, um, you know, that might be something to do with it. And what can we do to kind of minimize that and see if the problem resolves without me having to take this pill? Right. And I love, um, I feel like to add to that thought, um, like, okay, so once you know, like once you know that you're exposed to these things, I think that some people can tend toward this mentality of like, well, looks like I can't do anything about it, you know, right. like, oh, there's nothing I could do. Um, or I've survived this long, so I must be fine. Um, but then there's also, um, I think where, where I'm at, it can be paralyzing when like the more you learn, it can be paralyzing, but you can also take it and like, we're not striving for perfection here. We're striving to just do better and like striving to help our body do better. Um, and that's kind of where I think for Bill and I, my husband, we've gone in down that route of like, the more we know, the better we can do. And it doesn't have to be paralyzing and it doesn't have to be overwhelming where you're like, throw your hands up in the air. I can't do anything. Right. And so what I absolutely, I, I recommend to people often is to just Take it one product at a time. As you run out of something, instead of replacing it with the same thing you were using before, um, find out what that safe swap would be. I love having these conversations with people. They ask me for swaps all the time. Mm -hmm. And um, just change out your products one thing at a time so you don't feel overwhelmed. And eventually you'll get there. You'll have, you know, all of your main products that you know are not um, are not harmful for you and, and for your children and, and your family. So um, that is a great way to make it um, not so overwhelming. People do say a lot of times, I hear this often, well, I've done it this way for, you know, my whole life. So yes. why do I need to change? I seem to be fine. Uh -huh. um, but they don't realize that you're, you're building up a tolerance, right? And so it doesn't mean that those products aren't harmful. It means yeah. that you have built up a tolerance. And if you were to actually detox from those products, 
I would bet that if you revisited them later, you might have a reaction because your body is not used to being exposed to those chemicals anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, um, it's not that, uh, that you're fine. It's just that you've kind of built up that tolerance to whatever it is in those products. Yeah. And I've, um, I've also heard, um, so I'm reading a book called Childhood Disrupted, and I think I already recommended it in a podcast. So some people are, forgive me, guys, I read. Um, but it's talking more so about um, uh, traumatic things, right? So that would kind of tie into a holistic approach of paying attention to what your stress levels are in life. But um, it talks about how these various traumas that we experience actually physically play out in our bodies. And they may not play out in our bodies in our 20s or our 30s, but you might hit a spot in your 40s or 50s and you're you're having a heart attack. You're having cancer. And um, she described it almost as like you're filling up this bucket and you're just adding you know more to the bucket. And at some point, like it really takes a, a detrimental toll on you. So there's kind of that idea of like the tolerance toward exposure or like, yeah, it's not affecting you. At least you can't, uh, I don't know, finitely see how that's affecting you today. But the accumulation over time, it, it takes a toll. And I love that that um, description that you said of the bucket filling up. I have that actually saved as a highlight on my personal Instagram because it's such a good visual of just like, yeah, you're tolerating it, but it's going to spill over. So what can you do to cut back to minimalize um, those, those environmental toxins, which, um, is definitely a reason for us starting grass-fed skin, right? So, mm -hmm. um, what can we swap out in our day-to-day -day that's not only not harmful, but actually nourishing, um, when it comes to skincare? Um, I feel like the foods that we eat, people, um, tend to pay attention to that, um, sooner in their wellness journey and make those swaps out, which is great. Um, mm -hmm. when you're looking at things holistically, it truly is, um, you know, your mental health, what you're eating, how, you know, all of these things come into play. Um, and skincare is a big piece of that, but people don't want to let go of their, their products that they're used to. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> thinking of how many things, like how many things are applied from your deodorant to, um, like, uh, foot lo like lotions or, um, makeup, makeup galore from the eyeliner to the, absolutely. um, what else? it Box makes me just screen so uh -huh. many things. It makes me cringe just thinking about, you know, breast cancer and, and as a little girl, just rolling on those sparkle glitter rollers, like oh. right on our chest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all of the products out there, um, that are just contributing to that and, and no one seems to want to correlate the two. So absolutely. Have you, um, have you done much reading about like the lymph system? Because like skin is, um, skin is what, like a major, it's the organ that absorbs things into your body. Um, absolutely. When you think about someone like taking a nicotine patch or like medication mm -hmm. via a patch, mm -hmm. that is them taking their prescription via a patch on their skin. So you don't point. want to believe or realize that your skin, when you're putting on all of these products with petroleum, talc, phthalates, aluminum, I mean, not to mention all of the words that I can't even pronounce, um, <laughs> you're just absorbing that and it's going directly into your bloodstream. So um, if you can minimize that and take, you know, 
have only products on your skin that are going to help you not harm you, then you're just decreasing that environmental burden um, overall. And when you say the lymph system deodorant, we're putting these chemicals mm, so right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Um, I'm really excited to roll out our deodorant soon. That's also going to be tallow based. I'm excited for that. Oh, that's nice. You totally, one of my questions was going to be, um, if there was any product that you hope to launch. So would that be, is that the one you're most excited about? Yes. So I didn't want to roll something out until I had it down. And, um, my husband has just been burning through my, (laughs) my sample, my trial products, because he's like, (laughs) yes, you nailed it. Don't change a thing. This is it. Um, we personally don't, um, even if it is, you know, a, a not harmful fragrance, we just don't like a lot of fragrance period. And so, yeah, um, that's hard with the deodorants, right? So you'll find that our products, they don't have a strong scent to them. They really don't have a scent at all. So, um, I wanted the, the deodorant to work, but it also has to have something that's not offensive. Um, and I, I really like what we came up with. Oh, that's awesome. Um, let's, let's, uh, rewind a little bit and, um, uh, jump into what led you to start grass-fed skincare. I have a feeling that your college diagnosis related to skin may be at part. Well, um, that was, that was long ago. I have been so far down the road (laughs) on my wellness journey for a long time now that I've been making these products for my family. Um, for okay. a while. I mean, we have been purchasing our cows um, in bulk. And so a great way to know the source of your food and to know for sure how it was raised, what it was eating, what it's been ing- injected with is by purchasing directly from the farms. And so mm-hmm. we'll buy a whole cow at a time, a half cow at a time, and then ask for that extra fat. If there is any, you know, a lot of these grass fed, um, hundred percent grass fed cows, there isn't a lot of fat left over. It's going right back into the meat, but with a leftover um, fat, we will take it, render it down and use every bit of that. And it is, it is a task. Um, rendering down fat the right way takes time. You have to do it slowly. You don't want to burn off all those great nutrients in the tallow. So, um, it, it's a task, but we've been doing that for a while. And then, when I just started making it for Christmas presents for family and friends, they loved it. They wanted more. And I always thought it would be so cool, but I just, I didn't have it in me because, you know, we just get stuck in the hamster wheel of our, of our nine to five and, you know, our normal routine. I knew that if I took this on, I wouldn't be able to do it halfway. I mean, I'm going to make this business. I'm going to pour my heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. And so that really held me back for a little while. But I just, um, when I decided to go for it from that very day, I said, I'm doing this. I feel like I haven't stopped going. It's just been, we've been rolling it out um, at hyperspeed. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, now I met, I met Jennifer at a farmer's market here in the local area. Um, but is that, have you mostly been in the farmer's market and like, uh, when did you launch? Like, is this a couple years in or are you like one to two years in the business? 
Oh, no. So I would say a few years into making these products, sure. But for um, selling them, we're very new. (laughs) Okay. Um, So the farmer's markets I've been doing for a few months now. Um, Our website um, is another um, way that people can purchase products from anywhere and we can ship out. I have my Etsy account up. Um, Honestly, though, with these products, the main sales revenue, I guess you would say is, um, is through conversations, right? So people will find me on Instagram or whatever, um, social media page and just send me messages asking and, um, people are interested, you know, the, the thought of putting beef fat on your skin is, you know, is, is not normal. Right. So they want to learn about and it, and the more I can talk to people and just educate them, it's very rewarding knowing that they're swapping these products out for something um, harmful, you know, for, yeah. I don't want to drop any label names, um, but just pouring these baby products that are the number one, you know, diaper cream and, and tallow is such a catch all for so many things. And it has none, no harmful, no added ingredients. So it's been very rewarding. You're like being like slightly more on the crunchy side these days. Like you wouldn't have to like pitch it well for me because I'm like, oh, because it reminds coconut oil, right? Like people are getting really on board with using coconut oil. So you tell me like beef fat, I'm like, okay, well we eat beef. So I'm already kind of on board because I'm thinking anything that I can eat is probably not as bad for my skin. Right. If you can eat it, chances are. <laughs> In fact, it's so funny because um, I don't want to say we don't, I just want to disclaimer, we don't test our products on animals by any oh. means, but oh, my yeah. dog found and got into my soap one time, ate a whole tray of it. I was like, oh no, oh my gosh. Oh, perfectly no. fine. Didn't skip a bowel movement. Like, <laughs> did he have a couple extra bowel movements? <laughs> it's just beef fat. It was no change. It's so funny that you said that. Um, but yeah, so tallow is it, like you said, we eat beef. Beef is such a nutrient dense food. Right. And so, um, this is not a new concept. This is what our ancestors did. Um, using tallow on our skin, it, it goes back um, so far. And our basic anatomy, our human anatomy is 98% um, bioidentical to tallow. And so it's what our skin needs. It's what our skin wants. When you're using it, you're feeding your skin. It's going to fully absorb. It's not like plant-based moisturizers like coconut oil. Coconut oil is great, but it's not going to fully absorb into your skin the same way. And your Mm -hmm. skin's not going to utilize it the same way because it doesn't recognize it as closely as it recognizes tallow. Interesting. So, um, what I, I would jump into, like, uh, what are the benefits of using it from um, our experience? Um, we have a friend out in Washington and we've tried beef tallow recently and we're getting some from you next. And um, we've used it on both of the boys have eczema and it has done such a good job Um just like alleviating, like, and we're still having flare-ups, I would say, like, it's not like it's totally like gone, but, um, they have both. And my eldest, like he's six, my youngest is two and my two-year-old, I'm starting to see more flare-ups recently. Um, and it's just, it, it has calmed their skin so much. Um, and that's kind of where I've seen the benefits of it, but, um, (laughs) would you mind kind of going into a little more nitty gritty on like why that's beneficial and such? Yeah. So exactly. Cases like yours are so motivating and so rewarding for me because 
I hear this constantly. I feel like once I have a customer, they're, they're a customer for life because they just want more. They see the difference with these products. I've been sent pictures of children with eczema before and after, and it is, it is really amazing to see the, the strength that tallow has in its healing properties. And so, um, Tallow contains, um, you know, really high concentrations of vitamins A, D, E, and K, along with essential fatty acids. And these nutrients just really promote skin health in itself. This is just the tallow. There's no added, nothing added to it. That's just what's in the tallow. What it is. And it's, it's. It's much higher concentration, even so when it's a hundred percent grass fed. And so that's why we have that standard organic grass fed tallow, um, because we know the vitamins and nutrients naturally in it are going to be so high. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing, um, I haven't tried, but, um, if you, if you have kind of some knowledge of essential oils, you could even, um, add some benefits there. Like if you had something that looked more like a bacterial sort of issue on your skin, like maybe tea tree or oregano oil, like adding a drop of that maybe, or, um, does, uh, beef tallow, like react poorly if you add essential oils to it. No, that is the amazing thing about tallow is you don't need emulsifiers and all of these added chemicals in order to add things in, um, like that. It's very soluble and it, it just works well with things like that. Now in my everyday face and body whip, I do not add any of those things because of the fact that I'm telling people you can use this on your newborn baby. And mm-hmm. I mean that, um, sent, the essential oils that I do use in some of my products are organic therapeutic grade essential oils. And I, um, I'm very trusting of my source on them. Um, but there's just, there's a place for them. And so I have them in the magnesium bomb. I have selected, um, specific essential oils that, um, kind of aid in what the magnesium, the effect of the magnesium would do. Um, but I don't have that in my face and body whip, and I don't have anything in the, in the soap. And so those are just the raw tallow ingredients. And, um, you can absolutely add them into your products uh, if you'd like. And so growth wise, looking at, you know, scaling, I will certainly have different SKUs, right? And so you can have the raw face and body, or you can have the Mm. um, scented version, which would have organic therapeutic grade essential oils. Um, But for now, I just have them. Yeah, just do it well with the basics. and Right. (laughs) Yeah. And I've had people ask me, right? Like, I would love for this to smell more citrusy or smell more floral. And so I tell them you can add the drops right into the jar and and swirl it and it'll absorb really well. So you can kind of make it the fragrance that you'd like. Nice. That's that's good to know. I'll pocket that info for myself. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just curious um, for your skin routine. What does your skin routine look like, like day in, day out? So I am very minimalistic with my skincare, with my makeup. Um, A lot of times they'll catch me without anything on. Um, But I like to use our our tallow bar soap on my face. And then when I need to wash, a lot of times I'll just, you know, use a hot towel, a warm towel um, and rinse with water. But we follow up with the everyday face and body 
whip. It's a nice, light, fluffy consistency. So it just goes on really smooth. Um, and it also, you know, puts on that barrier. So I feel like going out into the, to, you know, to the public air with all the pollutants, it's, it's a nice little... <laughs> right. <laughs> the humidity. Yep. It's a nice little barrier to have on, um, just kind of feeding my skin first thing. And then we just launched our anti-aging bomb with a really good friend of mine. He's a local chemist. He helped me with formulating it, but awesome. it is amazing with CBG. It has, um, hyaluronic acid. It, it, it has a lot of things for promoting youthful skin and, um, kind of reducing fine lines and wrinkles, which I can't believe I'm having to think about, but yeah, I'm at that age. Yeah. And so putting that on my face and my neck and my chest, um, before bed. And really that's just kind of my routine. Um, and, and, and using the deodorant when needed, that's, <laughs> I'm pretty minimalistic when it comes that's to awesome. care. Yeah. I've kind of found myself, um, just more and more like, um, lately I've, I use body oils. Like I use a jojoba oil with some essential oils on my face. Um, and then if I'm getting like dry skin myself, I have been using the beef tallow it, and, and then like, if I have like a cut, I've been using like a castor oil and a baking soda salve, but otherwise like I'm not loading up with makeup or others just, yeah, I'm not loading up with all the products and it's kind of freeing <laughs> not oh, yeah. to buy all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Yeah. And your skin thanks you. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, where can people find you? So, um, Instagram, my handle is grass fed skin. Um, same with Facebook page, grass fed skin. You can find my shop on Etsy at grass fed skin. Um, and then our website is mygrassfedskin.com. I love having these conversations with people. If anyone has any questions, they want to reach out to me. I would say my Instagram page has the most um, informational, um, educational content on it right now. Okay. Um, and so they can find a lot of information about tallow and about my skincare products there. Um, so feel free to reach out and we can chat. I'd love that. Perfect. Perfect. And then, uh, so typically, uh, we like to make a book recommendation in our regular episodes. And so I thought I would ask you before we wrap up, if there are any books that have meant a lot to you that, um, would be worth sharing with our listeners to check out. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people that are kind of starting their wellness journey, I find either are thinking about having kids or they recently had kids or they're expecting. And so the one that really came to mind is not a new read for me. It's just something that I think parents should read or, you know, families in general, it can help anyone, even if you're not planning on having children, um, just understanding um, how to kind of not fall into the spiral of the, of the Western medicine, allopathic medicine world. Mm -hmm. Um, and it is how to raise a healthy child in spite of your doctor by Robert Mendelson. Um, okay. Yeah. And it, it's on audible. It's a, you can get the book. Um, I think that it's really applicable for, for everyone. Nice. I have not read that. So I will add that to the list and yeah, it's really like the, the tension there, you know, it's at the end of the day, like we are our own selves 
and we've got to do the best thing we can do. And we, we get to, you know, just the title of that book, what I'm thinking through is like, we appreciate doctors and we need them. And we also need their insights and all of their smarts because they've done a lot. They've experienced a lot, but then we also have to, uh, we are the person who's in our own skin 24 seven, or we are with our kids all the time. And so we really have those like instinctual thoughts that kind of lead us down what makes sense for us to try. And we can always try something else if we need to, when it comes to our lifestyle and our healthcare. So. Absolutely. So you hit that nail on the head. I'm glad that the title speaks for it. Well, because that's, that's not the topic. That's the topic. And oh, there we go. Okay. Intuition is so strong. Um, you want what's best for your child and you know them better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so there's this lie that if you don't have this certification or if you're not a teacher, you can't homeschool, you know, these kind of yeah. things that you love your child so much that you're yeah. going to do what is best for them. And yes, doctors have their place. Um, I have a great relationship with my kids' pediatrician where they understand um, that I'm going to do things the way I want to do things and mm-hmm. respect that. But mm-hmm. they can tell me what I'm looking at. What is that rash? What is that? Um, you know, what is, what are we looking at here? So I know how I, what my options are for dealing with it and they respect how I would like to go about dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where it's like, we, we can conclude subtly differently and, and not, it, it doesn't have to be an over the top moral judgment as if one person chose poorly, you know, it's just, it is more nuanced than that. Well, this has been a wonderful conversation, Jennifer. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It has been so wonderful. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. And guys, you'll have to check out her um, her website. I'll put everything in the show notes. And if you happen to be in the Jacksonville area, you can always find her at some of the local markets because that's where we met. So Absolutely. <laughs> right guys thanks for tuning in to today's interview i'm sure you love hearing bill and i chat about various topics but truly in the heart of nuance it is wonderful to bring on a guest and have a conversation so i hope you enjoyed and until next time